Welcome to Erica's Vibe Talks podcast. My name is Erica Martin, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with good vibes, real talks, breaking free from the crowd, and authentically sharing all things life, business, love, beliefs, and most importantly, I'm obsessed with helping people better their lives and break free from the norm. If you are looking for inspiration, information, and a place where real talks are shared about how to achieve your best life, then you have come to the right spot. My goal is that you reach your highest potential while vibing high and being you. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of fuel for your soul. Leave it to me to leave you with all the mindset shifts, realizations of your potential, and shortcuts I've learned along my personal journey. We are about to have a blast. Thank you for pushing play. Let's boogie. All right, guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited to bring you guys a new episode today. And I'm even more excited because this morning, before I recorded, I checked my stats. And I'm so excited to see that I already have um, over 3,600 total plays in my episodes. That right there is like, whoa, for me, um, especially that I just released this podcast um, last week, if I'm not mistaken, and or a couple of weeks ago, and it has been turning out so amazing. So thank you guys so much for the support. I'm really looking forward to it. My next goal is to hit 5,000 total plays. So the more episodes I put out, the more I appreciate that you guys are supporting me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right. So let's get into today's episode, episode number four. And the topic is overcoming rejection and being you. Now, this topic for me is one that I think is very popular and one that I feel like so many people need help on, um, including myself when I put myself in my shoes uh, five years ago. You know, overcoming rejection was one of the things that I didn't even know that I had to be prepared for. I didn't know that I was even going to need any type of mental skills to be able to get over rejection. Why? Because I come from a background of banking. I come from a background of being in a corporate America job. And I've never, before I started my business, I never was put in a situation where rejection would even arise. The most rejection that I feel like I would um, have to like, you know, understand how to get over was like asking for a day off and not getting it or asking for a raise and not getting it or, you know, applying for a job and not getting that job. Like basic things that they are considered rejection, but it's a different type of rejection when you are putting yourself out there and going after um, a, a dream or a desire that you have. So before we get started, I want you guys to understand that in order for you to grow or do anything different in your life, you must accept that there will be people who are not going to be for it. There are going to be people who are not on the same page as you. And rejection is just part of life. But it's only really part of the lives of people who are truly living. And I say truly living because I feel that when you are going after the things that your heart desires, and you're going after the things that you want to do in your life, you are truly living. You're not living for other people. You're not stuck in a job that you don't like because of fear of rejection. You're not doing something in your life um, just because you are afraid of failing 
or because you don't want to upset your parents or your friends or whatever. When you are going after your dreams and desires and you're changing as a person and you're doing something different, that is when you are truly living. And in that process, you are going to receive rejection and you're going to receive objections and a lot of negative things that you probably didn't even know were going to come. So, you know, it could be anywhere from like standing up for yourself and your beliefs or going after that job or career that you want, whether people believe in you or not. Putting yourself out there is one of the hardest steps to take. And it's important that you understand what it's what might happen when you do so. When I first set out on doing something different from banking, I didn't know that I was going to be received with so much positivity because, you know, to be real, I had a lot of people that that were excited for me, that were happy for me, but I also had a lot of people that were not happy for me. A lot of people that were putting me down, that were making fun of me, that were making me feel like what I was doing was stupid. I was feeling stupid and I didn't know that that was going to happen to me. In my pretty beautiful, you know, bubble, I thought, here I am, I'm, I'm doing something that makes me happy, I'm using a product that is helping me change my life, like it's helping me lose weight, it's helping me gain my confidence back, it's, it's helping me with my health, and I am happy, like I am happier than I have ever been in a while. And I thought that the people around me were going to be happy for me, and what I received was a lot of backlash, a lot of rejection, a lot of people talking shit, and that really it really like struck me because I was never that person. Before I started doing my business, I never was the person to bring anybody down if they were happy about something. And when I saw or when I actually was experiencing this rejection from people, it really took me back. Like it really made me feel like, whoa, it was a sting in my chest, in my heart. And I was like, I don't even know how I can deal with this, right? Like I don't even know where this is coming from, like, how is this even happening? You know, I thought that people would be happy for me and I thought that people would be excited for me. And what I'm getting is a lot of people hating on me and I'm not used to that. I'm not used to putting myself out there. So that is when my personal development journey really took, um, you know, a stronger, um, a stronger force within me to truly work on my mindset and to learn how to handle it. You know, there's, there's different ways when that there's different ways that you can handle rejection. You know, you you can allow it to bring you down and quit. And I noticed in my journey of, you know, trying to better my life and build my business that the majority of people fall for this option. When you are being rejected, you have options on how to handle it. And one of those options is allowing it to bring you down and putting you to the to the the path of quitting. And this one is the one that I was noticing a lot of people taking this route and I didn't want to be that person that chose that route. It's way easier to quit. It's way easier to say like, no, there's too many people that are not for this and there's too many people that are against me and too many people that are making me feel bad and I just can't handle it. My life was much better when I was not going against the crowd or I was not going after you know, the thing that I want to do. So a lot of people opt to give in to the people's 
um, opinions and comments and things like that. And, you know, it, it, it stings. It really does hurt. It's like, if you're that type of person that you've done that before, you know, I know where you're coming from, but I also know the way how it, or how it feels on the other side, on the other option. And it's not easy to be rejected or feel embarrassed, but really nothing feels worse than not going for it. Nothing feels worse than regret. And regret is a bitch, let me tell you. Like when you have regret in your brain, on your mind, inside of your soul, it will eat at you. And it will constantly remind you of this question of what if. What if you would have kept going? What if you would have never given up? What if you would have just fought through? And for me, that what if question was stronger than any rejection thrown my way. I was already living 10 years of my life on a certain path. I was in corporate America. I was making $2,000 a month. I already understood and I already knew what that life felt like. The other side of me pursuing my dreams, of me pursuing a business opportunity that was going to give me a better life if I put the work in, all of that I didn't know. That was uncharted territory. That was like the unknown. And I was willing to see what that unknown um, world felt like, what it was like if I were to actually go for it and not give up. And I was willing to allow other people's rejection to build me up. So instead of looking at it like poor little me, oh my God, I'm getting rejected and people are telling me no and people are telling me, you know, negativity about what it is that I'm doing. Instead of looking at it that way, I began to look at it like it was giving me a thicker skin. And in life and in business and when you're doing something that takes more out of you to do it and to achieve it, you need to have a thick skin. If you are expecting to do extraordinary things and to do big things with your life and you're expecting for it to be smooth sailing and you're not going to receive any backlash from it or rejection or objection, then you're never going to achieve anything great. You need to have this um, adversity. You need to have like these people um, doing these things, rejection, all this stuff to you so that you can become stronger. It's just the way it is. It's, for example, like when a little kid is falling down, when they're trying to walk, how many times do they continue to get up? They do it a million times. But if they would never feel that fall, they wouldn't know how to become stronger. And it's the same thing throughout adulthood. We as humans love to avoid uh, the pain. We love to avoid things that don't feel good because we already know, oh, it hurts. Like it sucks. I don't like it, but it's part of living. And the moment that you understand that and the moment that you just accept it is the moment that you will begin to live a better life. It's just the way that it is. The more we avoid the hardships, the less we will live a better life. It sounds very crazy and very weird, but it's just part of the process. And being rejected and having objections and going through um, situations with people that do not make you feel the best are blessings in disguise to also teach you about how bad you truly want whatever it is that you're going for. There's going to be obstacles put along the way. That's just how it is. And if there isn't any obstacles, you're not working hard enough. You're not pushing the boundaries enough. 
you're not stirring the pots enough. There has to be um, issues along the way for you to actually get to the other side. It's part of the process. And in the midst, in the midst of going after what you want, it's really important that you understand that being yourself is the key factor to getting what you want and being able to keep it. Because when you are um, receiving rejection and objection and hating and all that stuff, you will begin to question yourself. The things that people might say to you can have you thinking and it'll plant a seed in your head, whether it's good or bad. And if you don't know who you are, you could believe people's opinions of you. And that is one of the worst things that you can ever possibly do is actually allowing their words to penetrate you in a negative way for you to think that what they're saying is true when it's possibly not true. So this one is hard for most people because a lot of people don't know who they are. Being yourself is not easy for the majority of people. And it's because the majority of people haven't allowed themselves time to get to know themselves without outside sources telling them who they are. So being yourself can be a little confusing because if you are working on yourself to become better, how do you know what you need to improve on or become better if you are just being yourself? So with that said, I'm going to get into some differences in what being yourself means. So the first thing that you have to be clear on is your intention for your life. What are your intentions in your life? Some people's intentions are to be out there. Like they want to shine and they want to be loud about it. That is what fills them up inside. They are loud beings. They love it. And it's their intention for for living. That's what they want to do. Some people's intentions are to be happy with whatever you do. Your, all your intentions are is to just be happy doing it and that you feel good. Some people's intentions could be that they want to be courageous to stand up for what they believe in, no matter what. There's so many different intentions to the life you want to live. But first, you have to know yours. Now, for me, when I first started, I had no idea what the hell this meant. I you know, didn't really even know what I wanted to do with my life. I had no idea what intentions even meant. And as I share with you guys about my personal development uh, journey and getting to know more about my mindset, getting more to know about myself, I landed on Oprah. And Oprah is like my mentor of life. She has so much wisdom and she is somebody that for me, uh, she really inspires me and I really look up to her because of the way that she has lived her life and the advices that she gives and the way that she um, carries herself as a person and as a human inspires me. And she always talked about when she was growing um, in her career, about when she had her own um, TV uh, network, she didn't have an intention for her show. And her show was really anything that would go on. Like if it was like the newest craze that was coming out, like, oh, my husband cheats on my wife and that's what's getting the ratings, that would go that would go on her show. If it was about the KKK, that and that would get a lot of ratings, that would go on her show. 
And what she started realizing was that she was not putting a good message out there in the world. And for her, her intention was that she wanted to have purpose TV, right? She wanted to have a purposeful TV show. And the reason why she wasn't putting purpose TV out there was because she didn't know what her intention was. So moving forward after her realizing this, every step that she took and every decision that she made, she always made sure that she knew what her intention was and the people that she was working with and that she surrounded herself with, that she knew what their intentions were. And once you know what your intention is, you can go on and move into the next step with a different way to handle your life and a different way to live. The moment that you know my intention for my life is that whatever I do, this is just an example and this one is, is mine. Whatever I do, I want to be happy. My intention is whatever I do with my life, I want to stay true to myself and I don't want my decisions to come from a place where I feel that I am being, um, I'm being influenced to do something that I don't want to do. Or I'm being influenced to do something just because it's a trend. That This is personally me. My intention is to continue to go on the path of my life where I know that every step that I take and wherever I land, I'm going to be happy. And being happy is my ultimate intention in my life. So once I understood that, now I knew what other decisions I had to make when they, they would come my way. Now, in the process of working on yourself, right, on becoming a better person, on working on your mindset, then you got to get clear on the things that you don't like about yourself, not the things that people don't like about you. Now, this is very important that you understand this. What are the things that you don't like about yourself, not the things that people don't like about you, the things you don't like about you? The things that you know are flaws from within that you need to work on. Let's be clear. These are not things you are insecure about because of other people's judgments or opinions or things that society has put on you to want to change about you. I'm talking about the real shit inside of you. For example, I'll give you my example. I, growing up, I always like... I had like bad habits, right? About my attitude. I was always like, I want to, I'm not, I'm a bitch and that's what it is. And like, I can go from zero to 5,000 in three seconds. And like, I don't care. This is who I am. And my sleeping habits, I was a bear. Like I loved to sleep. I didn't care. I would get home from work and I would sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And I was wasting my life with sleeping. And I didn't like that about myself. I knew that I got my sleeping habits from my mom. And I had a lot of things that I just picked up from my parents about like, you know, my attitude and stuff like that. And I didn't like it. It was something that inside of me, I felt like it wasn't serving me. It wasn't that other people, you know, told me about this. It was coming from a place of being real with myself. I know that I have flaws and I want to work on them. I want to change this about myself because at the end of the day, when I'm analyzing myself and I'm analyzing my day, I hate this about me. So maybe you are the type of person that maybe you scream a lot. 
maybe you are the type of person that you always start something and then you quit or you always throw your clothes on the floor instead of hanging it. There, there's things about you that are you, that is not society putting this on you, that is not other people putting it on you. These are things inside of you that you know you have to change and you know that you want to change. So you have to be clear about these things because once you are clear about them, then you can start working on them. And this will open up doors for you to be more confident about being you because you are working on the things that you want to improve on. And anything else coming from people and their opinions about you are their problem. So once you're clear on what you don't like about you, everything else is extra. Everything else is other people's problems. So if other people don't like your voice, well, that's too bad. If they don't like the way that you do your hair, well, that's their problem. If they don't like the way that your face looks, that's their problem. Confidence comes from knowing who you are and rocking it no matter what. It's attractive and it will put anyone who's a bully or has low self-esteem 10 feet under. <laughs> like, I swear it will bury them. It will crum- They will crumble with their own words when they are put up against someone that truly has been working on their own flaws and is becoming somebody that is strong within. This will also set you apart from the rest. If you are loud and you like it, it doesn't bother you, but it seems to bother other people. Hmm. That's what makes you you. That's what makes you unique. If you have some sort of personality trait or something physical that bothers other people, but you love it, that is you. That is what you are meant. That is what, that is the you that you are meant to rock. So you came to this world to be you. Everybody is individual and unique. And the way that you, that you are able to be yourself is when you know what those flaws are, you know what your intention is, you know what those flaws are that you need to work on that you don't like about yourself. But the stuff that is you, that you truly like about yourself, but other people seem to put you down about it or feel some type of way about the way that you are, those people are threatened by something unique that you have that you rock a certain way. So I want you guys to understand that. It takes work, right? To really understand who being you is about. It takes being real with yourself. It takes getting silent with yourself, right? A lot of times people do not take time to get to know themselves. You're so caught up in like knowing about other people's lives and celebrities and Instagram people and other chiefs and other shit about people's lives that you don't allow yourself to actually get still with yourself, It's going to take not going out a couple of weekends. And it takes time to dig and look within you. You have a whole universe inside of you that you probably don't even know is there. You are amazing when you allow yourself to get to know who you are. There's so many little areas of our personality, of our brain, of our life, of us, that 
a lot of times we don't even want to open that door in our mind like to even get to know like, why are we like this? Let me open this door. Oh my God, no, I want to close it. It's too scary to look. But it's important that you get to know who you are so that you can truly be yourself for the world, for yourself. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, damn girl, like I freaking love you because you know exactly who you are and you're not putting a veil over the insecurities that you have and the flaws and the things that are holding you back in your life. So ladies and gents, pick away the layers of the shit that's holding you back. Cry, feel the pain inside and allow yourself to heal and birth that you that is there already. Do this work and you will begin to live a different kind of life. You'll begin to carry yourself different. You'll begin to live a whole other level of real that you deserve. So homework time. You guys know I like to give you homework. I like to put you guys to work so that we can become better humans together. So here is the homework. Take out a, a piece of paper or whatever, or however it is that you're writing this down. So number one, what are your intentions for your life? What is the urge inside of you that you can't seem to turn off? This is really important because this urge inside of you is most likely the you that you are dying to be. So number two, what are the things you want to change about yourself that has nothing to do with people's opinions of you? Number three, what are the things you do when you feel rejected? It's important that you know these things so you can be aware of them so when they arise, you do the opposite if it's not helping you grow. Number four, what would a perfect you look like? Not physically, but mentally. Physically, we can mask it with makeup, with plastic surgery, with everything. But mentally, what kind of person do you want to be for yourself and for the world? Number five. Write down all the things you tell yourself that hold you back from being you. Number six, write down all the things you want to do with your life. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the vibes rolling your way. If you aren't already following me on Instagram, come and enjoy as I take you along my everyday life by following at Epic Fit Couple or visit my website at epicfitcouple.com. Love you guys. Thanks for allowing me to share more with you. And I can't wait to connect with you in my next episodes.